coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, in the beautiful Appleby Business Center Studios. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio with Adam Robison. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We want to welcome our listening audience to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, Business Radio X. We are here today with another great story and another great business owner. Today, we feature my friend Tiffany Valencia. Tiffany is a district leader with Five Rings Financial. I'm going to let her share all of the great details about her life. So, Tiffany, welcome to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. Go ahead and introduce yourself And tell us a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur and how you found passion in the financial services industry. All right. Well, my name is Tiffany Valencia. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Um, This is my first podcast, and I'm pretty excited. You're going to do great. We're going to make you sound like a million bucks, and our audience is going to love you. So just go ahead. I like it. Tell us about yourself. Where were you born? Where have you lived? All that good stuff. We want to know you. All right, so I was born in Minnesota, but I've lived in Arkansas for 20 years, so this is where I call home. Uh, my journey as an entrepreneur started when I met my husband. So he was the first person I knew that was adventurous in his business. He had started his own business. He realized he was not an employee any longer, and he was just ready to start making that real money. And I met him his first year in business, so we grew the business together, and it just really changed my perspective on the ability to make money. You oh, wow. You don't have to have somebody sign your paycheck. You can make your own paycheck if you really try hard enough. Nice, nice. That sounds like a pretty good position to have yourself in, making your own paycheck, not depending on anybody else. I can see how that would appeal to you. That sounds nice. How long has your husband been in the entrepreneur or you know, just, just working for himself? He has been... He has owned his company for eight years now. He does commercial flooring. Lucky him, he had a contract doing Walmart, his first step out the gate. So uh, I see. Well, he did pretty good for himself then. Good for him. Yeah. All right. So uh, talk to us about your journey as an entrepreneur. I know you, you, your husband infected you with the fever and said, hey, go work for yourself. Go do it. Have a great time. Uh, let's talk about how your journey has come along and progressed through the last few years. Of course. So I started... The first business I started was a bookkeeping business. Uh, I had gained all these admin tasks, all of this bookkeeping resource information, working for my husband's business, and it just came time. I was like, I can do this for other businesses. So I, I bought a course with the child tax credit, which I think okay. that's what we were supposed to use that money for. I think it actually was an investment into your future, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Go so ahead. it was great. So I, I bought a course. I started my bookkeeping business. I realized um, data... Entry and sitting behind a computer for hours wasn't really my <laughs> ideal situation. You um, know, for some people, it, it is exactly what they want, but not for you? No, I, I love the people. I love meeting the people. I love the teaching. I love the collaboration. I love the education. And so while I was out networking, one of the first networking groups I attended was Bold Networking. And I met my, my now partner, April Hudgens, and her commercial was that she taught people about money. And being in that industry, I was like, what is this? I need more, I need more, I need more. So every week I would come around and I would see her. We teach people how money works. And oddly, at the beginning of the year, I had started a little um, budgeting class with my friends and family. And so I would get together um, the people that I could see were struggling with money in their lives, and we would put down some some rules and some plans and some goals. And these are people that, 50-year-olds that have never even been asked, what's the bigger picture? And so that was kind of fun. 
But I was charging these people $10 for this class, and everybody like had a weird attitude about paying for it, huh. even though I was providing all this information. So I was teaching, <laughs> so it just kind of slowly fizzled out. Um, it was taking up a lot of time and effort. And then lo and behold, six months later, I'm introduced to a company that's teaching people about money. And hmm. so I was just, I was intrigued. I was yeah. Like, what is this? What is yeah. this? Well, you know, and it's interesting because back in the day, now I'm talking about when my mama was in school. So this is, you know, the olden days, back in the 19s. Um, she used to say that there was a class on money management and, uh, just, you know, how to live your life, how to, how to fill out a checkbook and, and, uh, reconcile your checkbook, a life skills course that they just don't teach in school anymore. I'm not sure where you're supposed to pick it up, but like you, I was never taught about money in high school either, and so I can see that you were you were clearly attracted to that. I, I love what you're saying and how you're setting up your story today. You clearly have an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, tell me, how do you leverage that spirit and your opportunistic mindset to drive success in your role at Five Rings? So I just take that education approach. I, I love to teach people the information I learned in this short class. I mean, they, we t- take these complex situations and just break them down into palatable, understandable information. And at this point in my journey, I'm just giving the information away for free. <laughs> Anybody that meets me has probably seen an option presentation at this point. Okay. Um, it takes that sales out of there. Like, I, I give them the information. What they choose to do with that information is on them. But yeah. I'm just eager to share this information. Okay, yeah, very, very uh, similar approach to what I take here, too. I just, I find myself talking about Business Radio X in my sleep. And so once you find something you care about and you're passionate about, you just can't help but let it kind of ooze out everywhere you go. Um, now, you mentioned, uh, I can't wait to talk about this, you mentioned that you're a mom extraordinaire. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I have three sons, three, six, and 11. Three, six, and 11. So you might be the busiest woman in Northwest Arkansas, right? Absolutely, but that's why I do it. Awesome. Tiffany, what's the best part about being a mom? That unconditional love at the oh, end of the yeah. day, the hugs and the kisses and the cuddles. Yeah. And, the, and what the, the first, the full circle feeling you get. Like, I'm taking my kids to places that I grew up in. And something about it just fills my cup. Oh, oh I just nice. love it. That's nice. And, and we didn't, I didn't plan to ask you that question, but every time I mention you being a mom or you being, or you having kids, your face just lights up. It's easy to see. And so, uh, I just had to know who those babies were and who you're working so hard for. Um, what personal qualities or, or strengths do you believe has really contributed to your success in building relationships and connecting with people in your role at Five Rings? Well, it's a little bit funny. I grew up constantly in trouble for talking too much in school. Not you. No, no, no. way, never. Um, <laughs> literally, they would move me anywhere and I would talk to anyone. Oh, my goodness. And I'm having that same problem with my fifth grader now, but... Guess what? As an adult, that's what makes me who I am. I could talk to anybody. I could strike up a conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me successful is you never know who the right person is and you just you just start talking. Yeah, okay. So so let's focus some more on your people skills. Um as a people person, can you tell us a story about a time where you helped uh navigate a, a tough situation or uh maybe achieve some kind of positive outcome that you were looking for just because of your ability to to reach people and talk to people? It's okay if you don't, we can cut it out. Yeah. Okay, we'll cut that one. Stall. That's cool. I can cut that out. Nobody will even know I asked it. Okay. Here we go. All right. Um, 
Let's see. Can you describe? I uh, just asked that, so let's try it again. Number six. So how do you approach networking? Obviously, you're a talker. You've been talking ever since you were in grade school, right? Um, can you uh, – well, how do you approach networking and building this strong professional network? I'm sure being able to talk to people helps. Yeah, absolutely. So the first few months – I noticed when I would go to networking groups, I'd kind of, I would chat, I would hang out, and I would leave. That's not working. That's not networking. That's just talking and hanging out. And so these past few months, I've changed my approach to that. And when I, I network with intention now. So I go mm. and I'm looking to meet with people, and I take those meetings outside of the meetings, and I reach out for the connect meetings, and um, I figure out what their business is, what my business is, how can we help each other, if not the people around us. So actually networking. Yeah, so you mentioned uh you you mentioned a word there that I always hone in on when I hear it because I don't think people take it seriously enough and that's that intentionality word, right? How important is it that you behave every day as a business owner with intention and purpose? It's extremely important. I could fill my day with busy tasks that take me away from the that income producing activity that we're really all after. So yeah. when you do it with an intentionality, you're going out there and you know you're meeting the people, you know you're bringing the cards home and you know you're connecting with those people. But if you just go and hang out, then you're not pulling anything from it. Yeah, absolutely. I know the, the first time I visited, uh, nwanetworking.com, uh, put out by Corpella Designs, uh, I looked at everything that was listed on the calendar and I thought, holy smokes, how am I going to get any work done if I go to all these networking meetings? There's so many of them. Um, do you, how do you choose which networking events that you want to go to? I try them all. You try them all. Okay. Try them Have all you found that some work better for you than others? Yeah. I'm now consistent. I now attend three of the same meetings every week because oh. I just know that those are the ones that fit who I am. Okay. So let's talk about that fit, right? So how do you know if a networking meeting fits you or not? Well, the guests are a big indicator. You know, if they're people I have something in common with, I tend to be a, less on the conservative side, a little more on the liberal side. So mm -hmm. I'm going to be where there's new opinions, there's new thoughts, there's uh, fresh information on the table. Okay, so that, that atmosphere just lends itself to you feeling like you belong there, right? If there's new learning, fresh ideas, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Okay, sounds great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for going deeper there on the networking topic. Um, how about uh, you said that you're a risk taker in our in our pre-recording conversation? Can you share an example of a time when you took a calculated risk or embraced an opportunity that led to some kind of growth or success in your career? Of course, one of the biggest wins I've had lately. Sometimes you know entrepreneurship gets a little difficult. I applied for a job because sometimes it's just a little too difficult. Yeah, and so I accepted this job. And then realized, I don't want a job. Um, so the business owner I actually connected with asked me why I did not accept the job. And so I gave her some feedback. And one of them being, you know, that I'm, I do some financial work. And she was like, no way. I need somebody that does exactly what you're doing. Wow. And it turned into business. Nice. Yeah. So like we were able to talk to each other as business owners instead of me as the employee role I yeah. put myself in temporarily. But. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting, getting back to networking just a little bit, 
I found that when I first started networking, I really wanted to impress people, thinking that, oh, man, these people need to think that I've got it all together. And what I found is uh, I actually fit in networking groups with people that don't pretend to have it all together. And we all just are, are very human, and we all talk about our adventure. Um, and so, yeah, I can I can totally see that, that uh, embracing risk, calculated risks anyway, um, probably good for someone in your area of work, right? Absolutely. The more meetings I'm manning by myself, the more confidence I bring to the table. So now I'm meeting with these just intelligent professionals in all areas, um, and it's making me excited. I'm ready to do more, 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 more. So. Yeah, wonderful. So when you look at anticipated changes or emerging trends in the financial services industry, how do you stay on top of all that? It seems like there are new rules every week. The company culture at Five Rings is amazing. And as long as you plug in, they will keep us up to date with every law, every rule, um, without making it mandatory. Uh, they just, their approach to learning is amazing and they just keep us as educated as they possibly can. That's incredible. So, um, uh, you work on a, a, a team here in Northwest Arkansas, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, do you, do you get, opportunities to try to motivate and inspire that team? Do you guys just kind of work together to keep everybody toeing the line and working hard? Well, what's that team atmosphere like? Yeah, there's definitely daily phone calls made between all of our teammates. And right now as I'm approaching summer with my three kids, it could be a very easy time <laughs> to let off the gas and relax and kind of lose this momentum I had. So I told my business partner yesterday, I said, call me every day if you have to. It's okay. Just call me and remind me to make the calls, meet the people, do the work. And that's the power of a team is the accountability. That's so great. Yeah, I've, I've had opportunities to work by myself, for myself. It's very difficult. I mean, even when you hold the dream and it's like a fire in your belly that you want to get out, some days it's just difficult to hit a keystroke on the computer or do anything remotely productive. And so I, I definitely identify with uh, what you just shared there. Um, let's talk about that team. How, how do you guys, you said if you plug in, they're going to raise you up, make you feel good. Um, is that the primary means of, of fostering this culture on your team and, and creativity on your team is just making sure that you have regular times to talk together? Yeah, absolutely. So we have regional training camps. We have national training camps. Oh, wow. We, uh, the tickets are $50. So it's not even like they're charging us $2,000 to come to these huge trainings. But these trainings are huge. And we never talk products. Like, it's all about just the love and the listening and the just that beautiful, rich culture. I it, found my place. Yeah, it, it's awesome. That's incredible. Um, I know I read a, a statistic once that just, just finding a relationship with an adult emphasizes your or i'm sorry um exponentializes your chances for success and so i love that that five rings financial approaches success from a team culture uh sounds like you're benefiting really really well from it um what strategies do you employ or empower to support other entrepreneurs. I know you meet people. We we attend a growth group together on Tuesday mornings, and, and we get to actually sit down and spend an hour helping other people build their businesses. Is that a priority for you, to help others as, as, as people are helping you? That is absolutely a priority of mine. So before we ever even touch on moving forward in any direction, we educate our clients on 
how they can pull their financial life together, how they can increase the revenue in their business, how they can. So sometimes there's all that background work before we even place business because we're just encouraging everybody to be out here being them, but being their best selves. Mm-hmm. That's so that's so fun. Um, you know, I'm I'm a storyteller, and so I, I, I and I like to hear stories as well. So I I want to hear a story from you about an experience uh, or or something that happened that that just showcases your ability to. Not only adapt to change, because being in the financial services industry, I would imagine every episode of the news has the potential of changing your job just a little bit, right? How do you, how do you navigate or adapt to that change? Or when you find yourself in a challenging circumstance, what do you do? Well, right now, given the economy, that's actually a plus for our business because as the economy rises, the market tends to drop. The real estate rates go up, and we have safe accounts where you can roll over, still grow your money, but never suffer loss again. That's interesting. Wow. One of my mentors brought to my attention the other day. They said, think about if you saved a million dollars, and you're 65 years old. You're about to retire, and the market drops 50%. My goodness. What are you going to do? How are you going to? Kiss your retirement goodbye. That's what you're going to do. Work for the rest of your life. Right. Um, so, yeah, our zero-loss accounts just are really powerful, especially in these scary times. Okay, that's good to know. Um, any initiatives or programs coming up that you want to share or promote as we come to the closing moments of this conversation? Of course. So we've got our Wine, Women, and Wealth group, which is set up like a book club where you don't have to read the book. We review a financial a financial book. We collaborate together. We share our dreams. We share our goals. Um a great place to meet like-minded women we touch on some financial education and then we also teach this class called money 101 and it just really teaches some basic concepts whether you do business with us or not that will help you make better decisions moving forward in your financial journey okay we don't have those events live yet right now we're just um we have zoom presenters because five Rings financial is based out of denver colorado we're just trying to grow our agency here i see so we will be having those money one money 101 events live and hopefully in a matter of the next few months. Okay. So. Wow. That, that sounds that sounds really good. Now, two things you mentioned there. The first one was wine, women, and wealth. Share with us what the vision is behind that event and what you guys are seeking to do through this event. Of course. So we're trying to take trying to take all the women up on the wave with us. Um, we've met some older ladies who they didn't even know where their husband's bank was, let alone their retirement accounts. And women are known to outlive men. But yet they're kept in the dark about the financial security of their home. And mm. that's a very scary place to be. That so is. we believe in the empowerment of everybody has the right to make those decisions and mm-hmm. know that information and to to work hard and allow themselves to be financially secure in retirement because that is a scary time to run out of money. Absolutely. And then you mentioned Money 101. Is this for someone who just absolutely doesn't have the knowledge of how to make their money work for them, and are there other audiences that you seek for Money 101? Who's the perfect person to go through that course? It's funny that you ask because I've recommended this class to a range of people. I'm talking for people that don't have two quarters to put together all the way up to millionaires. And every single one of them can pull something different from it. Okay. And then there's the people that have watched it two or three times, and they're still pulling – 
I still watch it and pull something new from it sometimes. So it can really relate to anybody on any level. Wow. Okay. Wow. You 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 really led us through a very interesting conversation here today, Tiffany. I'm so excited that you came this morning. That you're so generous with your time. Um, tell us if if somebody wants to follow your journey online or follow the journey of Five Rings Financial, how can they follow you and how can they support you? All right, so we have a Facebook page. We have Five Rings Financial NWA, and we have Wine, Women, and Wealth NWA. Um, they need a little more support, a little more work. It's coming, but watch. It's a work in progress, right? Watch for the events. The events will always be posted on those Facebook. Okay. Pages. Well, the last question we have, it's the last question I ask everybody. Our audience is an audience that wants to help the business owners, professionals, and influencers that come and visit Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. So if you were going to put out a call to action to our listeners today, what can they do for you? How can they help you grow your business? Of course, so follow us on Facebook. That's a way to just stay plugged in with us. Um, and just listen. If you hear people approaching retirement and they're losing their money, let us help them. Let us save their retirement. Let us create an income that they can't outlive. Um, Send them our way, and typically people leave better off than they started. So I love that. My mom always said, if you can leave people better than you found them, you're doing pretty good with yourself, right? So, Tiffany, thanks so much for your time today. Audience, thank you so much for listening as we've had this incredible conversation today with Tiffany of Valencia of Five Rings Financial as she just really kind of crystallized the importance of behaving with intentionality, capitalizing upon your network, and then treating others with the love and respect that, that we all want to be treated with when we go to do business with someone, especially someone that's handling something as important as our money. So on behalf of Tiffany and Five Rings Financial, my name is Adam Robison, and you've been listening to to an exciting episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio right here on Business Radio X. We'll see you next time, everybody.